Thank you, Kashia. You're going to spoil me, Kashia. Peace, Michelle. last. Good morning. Good morning to you and everyone else. You know, just getting some um, last minute communications <clears throat> knocked out. You know, well, not really last minute, but um, you know, just some latent communication. And uh, yesterday I was able to knock out everything I needed to. I think I had told you that I had to get everything done by noon and literally at 11.55 I was hitting my last submit button. So that was that was a good feeling to um, get some of the unpleasantness out of the way. But I have some new unpleasantness for today. You know, so this is kind of a um, a season of getting peace to it. Peace, good morning to you. You know, of getting, that's right, I can't even look at the chat. I look at the chizak and see who's here. Oh, I think I greeted everyone. Yeah, I got everybody. Peace, Mama Marva. Good dawning to you and the grandbabies. Peace, DS. Plant OG. Peace, peace, peace. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Good dawning, everyone. You know? I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you starting. I know, I know the energy is funny. I know it is because, um, 
just the amount of um, Pete Barber Cruz, the amount of people who have reached out to me, like, with different weird things going on. And, you know, that's just how it is when the seasons change, man. Sometimes, um, you know, people feel physical symptoms, may feel a little sick, or they're, like, super tired, you know, things like that. Um, we just, you know, the, the equinox is here, so, you know, just expect some of that. But I've been getting a lot of those calls, you know, from different people. Um, just like, yeah, I'm not feeling well. <laughs> but that's how it is, you know. But, you know, one of the things that I had shared that time, you know, when I had spoken about my Uncle JR, and then yesterday I, I shared some, some things about my own mama love, you know, um, Peace Creation. You know, one of the things I was saying is that for me, I, I like to give honor to people who maybe, um, because I, I gotta, my, my retention rate is real high, and it's not always a good thing, because sometimes it's things I like to be able to flush out of my mind, but um, there, there have been many pivotal points in my journey that um, other people, Peace Baba Antonio, that other people were involved in that um, meant a lot to me, you know, so I always like to give those individuals honor and those moments honor, because um, sometimes you know, when you see a person, you think they just popped out of nowhere. You think they just appeared. You know, you don't realize that there, there may have been a, a long journey involved in that person's development. And there were people along the way, like like yesterday, I said, like old man Johnson, you know, um, him encouraging me to continue on with, with um, learning computers and, you know, just the little stories he would tell me and stuff like that, or, or my uncle put me up on game. Peace, Baba Logan, you know, or um, my mother put me up on game, or my father put me up on game, you know, um, and then not to mention all of the many beautiful people that I met in um, another, another kind of profession that I was in for many, many years. Um, that maybe we'll say that for the book. <laughs> But uh, a lot of people added on to who I am, you know. And uh, yesterday evening, right, you ever remember I told you uh, we were talking one time and I was talking about um, a good friend of mine, Jermaine, who I grew up with, right? I've known Jermaine since I was like 14, 13, 14. Peace, Tracy. Tracy, period. Um, <laughs> a lot of periods in there. You like periods, huh? Okay. So, um, yeah, I told you he used to make fun of my voice and my and my, my feet. He used to call my feet folks and all of that. And, you know, um, you know, I don't know if I mentioned he was a drummer. I don't know if I mentioned, mentioned that to you. First, the first, no, not, he's not the first, he's the second. But like, Playing with him really upgraded my my playing big time. He was nice, you know. Like when I was younger, I was like a prodigy as a musician. It was, you know. And when I met him and his brother, actually, they were also prodigies. So they like kind of opened my eyes because I thought I was the only one. Peace, Steven. You know, boop um, boop. You know, and um, so that was it. Was very pivotal. 
interacting with, with him and his brother. We're, we're very close friends to this day. We consider each other family and their younger brother, like my little brother. Um, so, yeah, I didn't add all that in when I talked about how they used to make fun of my voice. Probably still would today. If I talked to him, he'd probably, he'd probably still be on, like, he just hasn't in a minute, you know, but he ain't far from me. He's a jokester. Well, last night, his mother transitioned, right? Now, this is a woman I known. I literally met her the day I met them. Um, <clears throat> they wanted me to play for them. They had heard about me. And I met them. Uh, I met her. She was stand, sitting, standing outside of her car. She had just pulled in from work. And they, they came running over across the street. And he was like, yo, I heard you nice. I heard you nice. Well, you, should, you know what I'm saying? You should play with us. And I'm like, you know, I'm like kind of brushing them to the side. Peace, Alex, again. Because I'm thinking, I've never met anybody who can play as well as I can at my age. So I know you ain't as good as me. I don't, I don't know what y'all doing. I ain't really... No and behold, they were better than, than me. <laughs> and the younger brother, uh, Ronnie, uh, he he sung and played the piano. Like, so I was like trying to keep up with them, you know, humbly humility, right? But I remember I kind of like rocked with them because the mother came out. She was like, "Yeah, you should, you should." So like, I, you know, I was like, "Okay," you know, what I mean, and be respectful. But if it was just them by themselves, I would have beat it. You know what I mean? So, where, where am I going with this? Not only am I sharing pieces to Manila that I'm giving her some honor um, because she transitioned last night. Um, but things that made you, yeah, right? That could almost be like like a sin. And mind you, I've known him since 14, right? We've been we've been tight since then. You know, we've been like brothers. You know, sharing each other's clothes, or more they sharing my clothes. You know what I mean? Couldn't share the same sneakers, though, because boats. You know what I mean? Um, but, um, so at 15, I, I went vegetarian, right? Making a long story short. And I, this is all just to give her, I want to give her a little energy. She's a very beautiful sister, you know. Um, at 15, I went vegan, peace shadow book. And um, to, to give you some, no, nah, I don't want to tell that. I don't want to tell you all that. I don't want y'all to be able to, like, some people will be able to figure out where y'all, but, um, so at 15, I went vegan, or vegetarian, right, it was really, it started off of a dare, um, and, you know, I followed through, whatever, and found I liked the improvement, so I started cutting more stuff out that eventually I was a vegetarian, right, so, um, she, whenever we would, like, she was, like, one of the mothers that always, like, she was a phenomenal chef, you know what I mean? And she would always make a lot of food whenever we were over there, whatever. You know, like, mama love type style, whatever. And and they had the type, the type of spot. It was just a little, I think either two or three bedroom apartment. But um, that spot was always filled with young people. Like, that was, that was the spot to be, you know what I mean? Um, everybody wanted to be over there. So she was always cooking massive amounts <laughs> of food. Like, she was always... And no one was ever shy about walking through the door and being like, you know, is it, is it food? You, got, you know what I mean? Like, cause that's just how it was, right? Um, I wasn't like that, but whatever. But here's the thing. So when I went vegetarian, she used to make me 
my own dishes, right? Um, like we come back from playing a gig or whatever, and it'd be a bunch of us over there, and she would pull out, you know, peace Hassan, peace Christian. She would pull out. She would make me. It was the same thing every time, but I enjoyed it. Uh, butter beans and rice. <laughs> So she'd be like, I got, I've made some butter beans for you because I know you don't eat meat anymore, you know. And sometimes she'd make the black eyed peas, but I, I you know, I'd be like, yeah, the butter beans, you know, are cool. Um, back then I could eat all that starch. I can't eat all that starch now, but, you know, um, she'd hook up the butter beans while everybody else is eating fried chicken, you know, everything like that. But um, never questioned me, never made fun of me. Never told me, you need some meat on your plate. You're a grown boy. None of that, right? Now, I'm a lot older than, than uh, 14, 15 now. You know what I mean? But, you know, one thing about young people is that they always remember kindness. Peace, Barbara Vermont. Not only do they always remember kindness, you know, but they, re they remember who was mean to them. Young people remember emotions. You know, they remember emotions. You know, so I always remembered, I remembered a lot of things ab about her, you know, because um, she was, she was also, she could sing too, you know, and um, she was very fashionable. I mean, there's a lot of things about her, you know, and, um, but what I remembered was the butter beans and rice, okay? Uh, I remember her, you know, just like taking special consideration and she could have just been like, well, you better bring your own <laughs> or whatever. Or she could have just said, okay, well, we having fried chicken and macaroni or whatever. You eat some of the macaroni, you won't get no fried chicken. But she would go out her way. And then when she would see that I liked it, she would just like, okay, well, I'll make some more. What else do you like? And then I think she started incorporating salad. So it was always the same exact meal, butter, beans, rice, and salad. Eventually, she would throw the salad in there. You know what I mean? Um... But that made me feel encouraged as a young person because none of my fruit was on that vegetarian. Peace, Leitha. Good morning. <laughs> Always good to see you. Um, yeah, none of my crew was on it. Like, they they had no interest. They used to make fun of me. You know what I'm saying? And You know what I'm saying? It was a whole, it was a whole thing. But, you know, you're teenagers, so it's not like we was adults and they was doing that. So you expect teenagers to kind of, you know, um, clown you a little bit. Especially when you're doing something that seems so radical, you know what I mean? There weren't a lot of vegetarians, you know what I'm saying, where, where, where we rocked at, you know what I mean? And and I sure as heck didn't have a lot of know-how on how to be a vegetarian. I just knew I wasn't going to eat no meat, you know? So I was, more than anything, I was a starchitarian, you know, for a minute. A lot of french fries, you know, um, a lot of rice, a lot of beans. Um, oh, and I used to go to the Jamaican spot and get rice and peas um, with with fish, stewed fish oil. <laughs> you know, like the little oil at the bottom of town. Like, yeah, just put that on it so it ain't so dry. You know, and I literally ate that like every day. Rice and peas with stewed fish oil on it. You know, and carrot juice. You know, which had milk in it. But, you know, again, I'm 15. I'm figuring it out, you know, as, 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 I, as I go or whatever. But all I knew was, like, I like this. This is this feels better. You know, my skin had, was, was clear, clearer. 
And, um, you know what I mean? And I was just, yeah, I liked it. I liked how I felt. So, you know, we evolve as we go. So, yeah, I just wanted to give her a shout-out. I'm just going to say her first name, Beverly, Sister Beverly. Um, she, was a, she was a real... She was a real, real good woman. She was a good wife. I, you know, this this was a married family, so I was the, I was real close with the, with the pops. He called me son. <laughs> you know, we were close like that. And um, you know, I was the, the, the sister. I was close with the little baby sis, and you know, baby bro. Still am to this day. Um, so you know, she was a good wife. You know, um, I just. Yeah, yeah, she was a good wife and definitely a good protective mother. I remember one time me and Jermaine got into it because he was always clowning me. So one day I wasn't in the mood, man. I'm like, yo, just, just chill, man. And he was, I guess he was feeling tough or whatever. So he was like, yo, we can take it outside. This is like my brother. So I'm like, let's go. You know, peace, Sister Marcia. So we went out and we, we probably about 17 at this time. So we step outside. And I'm like, I right, am, you know, I'm like, what's up? And she comes out. So, you know, that shuts everything down. And she turned her back to me <laughs> and was like, Jermaine, I told you before, you can't let people's words make you feel it any, any kind of way. You got to know who you are. I was kind of hurt. I'm like, yo. <laughs> like, but, you know, that's that mama love mama bear. Like, yeah. I, I love you, but this is my my son. This is blood. You know what I mean? And <laughs> and the thing was, he was actually getting me. You know, he he got everybody. He was known for that. He used to mess with everybody. Um, but you know, that was my man. What again was the reminder? Same thing I did yesterday. But um, you know, very protective of, of her children. Then she came to me later after she found out what happened. <laughs> But her first thing was protect my baby. And all all respect for that. All respect. Because one of the reasons that Jermaine used to make fun of everybody all the time is because he had certain um, difficulties. Um, yeah, he had certain certain difficulties. But you would never know because I know because that was, that was my man. But, you know, he didn't do very well in school. You know, things like that. He wasn't the sharpest crown in, in, in the box. But um, he was fly, you know what I mean? Like his gear, like always big, giant gold chains, best haircut, always newest sneakers that came out. You know what I mean? He, like, he, he dressed like he was a D-boy, but he wasn't. He was a church boy. <laughs> but their whole family was D-boys. So, like, you know, he had all these cousins and uncles that would, like, like, we'd see him in the mall, it'd be like our little crew, and he would just, they would just give, like, everybody a hundred dollars. What y'all doing? We just up here chilling here. Y'all ain't got no money here. You know, drug money. <laughs> you know, just give it here. Here's a hundred. Here's a hundred. Everybody takes some money. So, you know, they always stayed really dressed and, and things like that, which was a cover for some of the challenges that I think he had academically. You know, so she was concerned about his self-esteem understandable, you know, but yeah, man, um, beautiful, beautiful woman, and um, yeah, I just, I just wanted to give her some energy, like I said, I, I got the, uh, 
I got a bunch of calls last night. So I was on the party line all night and everybody was, you know, just kind of, yeah, you know, this is what happened. You know, um, she had been sick for a while. She had a, a stomach infection and then that just compiled into other things, you know. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to give her some, some vibe and some energy because these are the pivotal moments that brought us here, right? Having um, uh, a, a woman, you know, at that that point, you know, um, who was not in my household to say, oh, okay, you're not eating meat? Okay, let me think, what can we do? All right, I, I, I got you. And I remember the day, I, I clearly, she went and looked on top of the fridge. I never forget. She was like, well, let's see what I got here. She was like, you like beans? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, I'm going to make you some butter beans. I, I didn't even know what the heck butter beans were because we didn't eat that in my house. You know what I mean? We we didn't have really like a southern kind of, I guess that's southern food. We didn't really eat southern, like American kind of food. So um, I'm like, all right, cool, butter beans. So everybody else was tearing up, breaking the chicken apart and ripping it. I'm waiting for my, my beans or whatever, you know? And then, of course, they're getting on me. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, man, there's some beautiful people that, you know, sometimes will create pivotal moments that you have to give them their, their love and their honor. And I, I gave her honor while she was here because, uh, like her son, she was funny, too. She was, like, hilarious, you know? Um, but, uh we had a weird kind of thing in that um, after I moved out of that area, out of, out of my town where I was from, I used to run into her a lot. Like Home Depot, I'd run into her sometimes at the supermarket. I'd run, you know, it was weird, you know, um, and she'd always have a lot of love and how you doing and what you up to? And I remember um, the last time I saw her, <laughs> she was like, she was like, so, because, um, you know, she's a church woman. So she was like, pray, praise the Lord. Well, she was like, wait a minute, do you, what, what, what word do you, do you say God? Do you say praise the Lord? Like, what, what do you, what do you, what do you say? <laughs> you know, and she was like, you know, just trying to be respectful. And I was like, no, nah, it's, it's cool. I was like, I was like yeah, yeah, uh, sister, sister, Bella, like, praise, praise the Lord. You want to say that's fine, you know. Um, but you know, you gotta you gotta recall those things, man. Those those moments are important when people are trying. You know, they're trying to understand you. They're, they're making the effort to, to understand where you're coming from and what you're trying to do and and um, your evolution. You know, even as a young person, you could have just discounted it. Been like, boy, you 14 years old, 15, you don't know what, what you're supposed to eat. You know what I mean? And and I was the biggest one there. So she's like, you gonna, she could have been like, you ain't going to be able to wrestle no more or, or all them things you like to do, with it, you know. You know, so yeah, man. Yeah, man. Props. <laughs> so I'll be hitting the road again. <laughs> Just left one. <laughs> I'll be hitting the road again. I got to go to another one, you know. Um. That's how it is with that one. I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be at that one. I can't skip that one. You know that one. That's nah. Yeah, that's, that's like yeah. I can't skip that one. But anyway, I just wanted to give her some some vibe, and I just wanted to you know say it like, yeah, man. It takes a village. <laughs> it takes a village, you know, because uh, what is a chief without a village, right? Just somebody with a, with a with a bunch of ideas. 
and uh, no engine to bring them to fruition. So, um, you know, and again, greetings, everyone. I just wanted to, I wanted to just give her some, some, some space. So I, you know, I know you're probably wondering, like, what's he talking about? But uh, yes, yeah, as, as pivotal people transition and whatnot, you know, I think it's important that we we acknowledge them. You know, um, you know, there's a couple things that I was reflecting on, like, man, because again, with that transition, I'm like, it's the season, right? So I'm not really, for me, I don't, I don't really um, stress death a whole lot, you know, like I don't get surprised and, you know, and things like that. And, um, it was just with us yesterday and I'm not really one of them people because, you know, a lot of times we, we don't realize that there's a season for things and sometimes the universe is orchestrating replacements that are necessary, you know, yeah, we never know as we go along on this journey, right? And sometimes there's certain people that need to come along to do, to do things that um, we're unable to, to do any further, right? And, and sometimes we fight and we rail against that, you know, because we don't recognize that this is not the season for you right now. You know, there's times when we'll, we'll, a, a job will, will release us from its grips and then we'll be all depressed and like, man, I actually like working there or this or that. And we won't realize that, you know, that the creator was working something. Peace, Kenneth Thrasher. The creator was working something so that another person could come in and maybe take that position. You know, peace, Sister Alicia. Oh, they released you? That ain't really no big deal for you. <laughs> you got like four hustles going on, Alicia, so... Nah, it ain't the same thing. <laughs> you don't get the they released me uh typical response. You got you got other hustles going on, so you you be alright. <laughs> In fact, you'll be better. You know it. You'll be better. You know. You you'll you'll be much better. We ain't mm -mm. you 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 did things the way you were supposed to do them. You know, you diversified. So, uh-uh, you know, um, you were smart. I ain't gonna tell you business, don't worry. <laughs> um, so yeah, man, um, sometimes we, we're, we're just, we're, we forget that there's a war going on, right? And there's a war for your, your thoughts. And that's what keeps us locked into the wrong season a lot of times. Because we, we don't realize that there's a war for thought. You know, like I say, the, the gods are battling. The gods battle in the sky. And what is the sky? This. This is the sky dome. You know, so you got to learn to sometimes see those external representations as an internal representation of what's happening. There is a fight and a battle for your thoughts because it's upon your thoughts that you construct your words. You know, and it's your words that, that begin to construct and build your life. So if I can get you to change thought and to rearrange thought, then I can rearrange your life around the agenda that I, that I want to rearrange it around, you know? And sometimes, peace, Tanika. <sighs> Woke up, huh? <laughs> I know all you other time zone people, 
you know, I'm super appreciative because I know it's, uh, you know, it's a different kind of wake up for you. Don't worry, I ain't going to say we yet. Um, I know you're probably like, does he know everybody on this damn thing? <laughs> I told you my retention is a gift and a curse. Um, but yeah, man, that, that Sky Dome battle is serious, man. It's a serious thing. Like, again, I'm going I'm to I'm use Sister Bev as, as my pivot for, for this, 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 this experience. Encouraging thoughts that she gave me, you know, began to to construct could, could, like encouraging words. Because if she would have been like, I ain't I ain't making the iron and made all the fried all this chicken up and what was this? I don't know what they used to eat, man. I don't even remember uh, fried chicken and I just remember always fried chicken. I feel like they eat fried chicken every night, but you know, um, but I had a friend like that. He eat fried chicken every night. His mama, that's all they made. Fried chicken, you know, and it was all big as some goddamn frigidaires. Man, they all look like frigidaires, you know. Um, I don't know, they still got that brand out anymore, but anyway. So, the thoughts that she was allowed, that she allowed to cultivate, because as I'm like, nah, I don't, because I was ready, like, we sitting all around with food, I was ready not to eat anything. I was just gonna have some of the uh, fruit punch, you know what I mean, I, and just sit and like thug it out. And she implanted another thought, you know, peace, Kenneth, that, no, I'm thinking about you. I, you know, I care about you, you know, and that constructed the words for like when my man, because <laughs> Rich was another clown. Me and Rich actually met in a cracking fight, you know, that's my man. That's my brother. Rich was a sax player. And the day we met, man. He had the nerve to try to crack on me. I don't remember why. I don't remember what it was about. But that's that's how he was. He was friendly, but he like he was just friendly. But he had on a striped rugby shirt with a pair of I guess they, today they would look like pajama pants, plaid pajama pants, uh, Mercedes that medallion, and a big blonde stripe. Going up the front of his head. Oh, and these we used to call them Dwayne Wayne glasses. A pair of glasses where you flip the front up. There's it's like the sunglasses here, and you flip them down. That's what he was wearing the day we met, and had the nerve to try to get me. And I was like, "What?" <laughs> well, that's my man. We, we we're very close to this day, but that's that's uh. That's how he was, man. You know, and I remember because I was I was outside. I had I was talking to, to some girls, whatever. As a matter of fact, I had on a triple fat goose. And he comes up to me. I didn't even know him. And he like turns the inside of my my jacket. He and he goes, "Oh, oh, you got it, the triple fat goose." What? And then he just kept doing. He was like, "Oh, oh," and he started dancing, the triple fat goose. Oh, oh. And I'm like, is you, are you making fun of me? Or you, what are you doing? Like, what, what is this? So I was talking to a, a girl that he actually liked. That's what it was. I found out later. And he was hyper jealous if anybody ever spoke to him, to her. But she wanted nothing to do with him. That's how we met. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But they were all getting on me. You know, they were all getting on me. Because that's what we did. We just made fun of each other all day. Yeah, the glamorous life, you know it. 
<laughs> that's where that song was from. Um, <laughs> so she gave me good thoughts and it gave me good responses. You know what I mean? Instead of me feeling insecure, like yeah, maybe I should just what am I? I'm, I'm tripping. I'm I'm focused on something that nobody cares anything about, and you know, what's the difference? You know, um, she 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 put good food inside, you know, mentally, good food, right? Which now gave me the good words to construct, and now so many years later, I'm still eating the way I'm supposed to eat, you know. Uh, and that could have been deterred. Peace, peace, Baba and why That could have been deterred just in that that day. That could have been it. And then, you know, because there's there's a snowball effect. You you, you you don't take on this culture of this different kind of eating. Then maybe you don't meet other type of people, and then end up in other kind kind of circles that introduce you to other kind of information, which you now create better thoughts, which you can speak on later. See, that's the thing. A lot of times we stay stuck in a season. Because we don't feel that we're worthy of a new, of, of leveling into new circles of life. You know, we, we've, we've crystallized ourselves in this idea that everybody we know now is, is, is who we're going to know forever. And that we may look at other kind of people doing other kind of things and we never see ourselves as being able to be among them. You know, and that's because you have these defeating thoughts that are inside of your head. Right, and these these are my my brothers. I love them, right? But even back then, I was we were in totally different circles. The only thing that congealed us was music. Honestly, like that's if it wasn't for music, I wouldn't even even probably know any of them because they were on a completely different kind of vibe. And the guys who I I kind of spent more time with were um, delinquents. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, most 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 of my friends from seventh grade all the way up were always like the, the quote unquote bad kids in the school, and uh, they always just seemed to take a liking to me for some strange reason. I don't know. Um, I don't think it was because I was bad. I don't think I was, but I don't know. But all my friends were the went to like the alternative school we had you know the alternative school where you got all the pregnant uh girls and and the dudes be playing uh CeeLo or dice in the hallways and cards and fighting teachers that's where all my friends went right um and sometimes they would sneak into the high school yo you yo you <laughs> you know but um it was the music that allowed me to be in certain places so that that feeling that this this instrument can carry me anywhere. It could take me around the world, you know, um, was a was a thought that I was able to have that allowed me not to be defeated by other thoughts that would have tried to be there, right? Um, because at the end of the day, it, it is your talent that will bring you out. And my music has brought me around the world, you know? Um, it has opened up paths for new careers. It was be through music, <clears throat> I started cutting hair, you know, because... We were gigging so much that I was getting haircuts left and right. You know, you gotta gotta stay, gotta keep the flat top fly. <laughs> and um, after a while, from looking at my barber so much, I was like, I could do this. This isn't that hard, you know. And um, I tried it, 
one day, and I was like, I'm gonna try to cut my own hair, and if it comes out good, well, basically, I said, if nobody cracks on me, it was so funny, now that you know some of the background, Jermaine was my litmus test. I was like, if I see Jermaine, and he doesn't say anything, then I know I can keep doing it, because I'm only gonna get better. But if he gets me, then I'm not, I'm gonna leave it alone. So I saw him, the next day I cut, and I'm like walking around him, and he, he's like, yo, what's up, you? Oh, you got a cut? My father's name was, was D, DeAndre. He was like, you went to D? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And he was like, all right, all right. And I knew, oh, ooh, gotcha. <laughs> and then I started cutting my own, my own joint and then eventually cutting other people's hair. But I ended up working in the shop because there was a guy who owned the barbershop. Well, Rich knew a guy where he got his hair cut. Rich, my friend who played the sack, see music. And then he knew another guy who owned the shop. He was like, yo, you should go try to work for him. I'm a teenager at the time. I'm like, yeah, 15. And um, I went down there and was like, yo, I can cut, whoop, whoop, whoop. You know, I want a job. And he was like, all right. And at the time, he was trying to learn how to play the guitar. So he was like, yo, yo, wait up, come back, shorty. He was like, yo, I heard you was nice, you know, on the bass and the guitar and piano a couple of things. I was like, I'm all right. You know, so he was like, yo, show me something. So I sat down and I played his guitar and I was like, yo, here. And I gave him like a quick lesson. So so <laughs> he had to hire me after that, <laughs> you know. So um, I went, cut somebody. He was like, oh, you nice, you know. And ended up starting to cut here, there, right? But um, again, it was the, the music, if you will, that kind of opened the door in some ways for that, right? So your talent and your talents are these. These, these, these. My talent is not that I can play music. My talent is my is my is my facilities of, of, of my body and my mind. That's my talent. You know, my ears are my talent. My nose is my talent. My mouth, my teeth. You know, my arms, my legs, my feet, my toes. That's my talent. And your talents will bring you into other spaces, but. You have to have the thoughts where you can realize, like, you know, when I when I told you the impossible is happening, and I hope you still grow. I hope you're still saying that the impossible is happening, you know, um, but I want you to look at the word impossible for a second and just break it up, you know, uh, like, you know, when you're trying to learn any language, it's always good to break up the words, break up the letters, and if you look at impossible, you see I am that's what it starts with, right? I am possible, right? I am, you know. I am becoming what I am willing myself to be. I am possible, right? I'm possible. So that's the thing you want to kind of look at, bro, is that um, sometimes you're in a season where you're allowing defeating thoughts to not, to not, um, permit you to capitalize on the best of what that season can be for you. You know, um, sometimes it's a season to move, to, to get somewhere else. Sometimes it's a season to sit still or to woodshed. And um, you can't let thoughts that you'll never be outside of the cipher of the people you know or the, or the cipher of your experiences, like that's never going to happen. You know, um... <laughs> Your talents will take you wherever you can envision it be possible going. Straight up. Your talents will take you wherever. You know, 
I, I went past a lot of the people that I came up with. And what I mean by went past, not like I'm, I'm bigger and better than them, but the there was a there was a track that a lot of people followed that I didn't follow. You know, I didn't have a child, like when all my friends had a child, which they used to make fun of me about. You know, because by the time most of my friends were like 19, 19, 19, 20, everybody had a baby. And I just didn't see the sense in that. <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm trying to make bread, man. I ain't trying to be blowing it. You know what I mean? And um, 1920, I have friends up in family court for child support. I'm like, yo, you messing up your bread. Like, you know, you know, just uh, extract, right? My whole extract game was top notch, <laughs> you know, like extract, you know. Um, so they would just get on me about that. You ain't got no seeds. You ain't got no seeds. Yeah, I ain't got no seeds. I got seeds. I just ain't planting them. You know, I go to the bank to to make a withdrawal. I ain't making no deposits. You know, so um, and then there was a certain track. Once that happens, and now you got to go get a job at the post office or UPS or something like that. You know, you, maybe you get to finish school. Maybe you don't. You know, um, and then now, you, you know, you get a little little apartment, y'all move in together, then you break up, and then now you go back to the family court, then you get a new girl, and she's over there, peace, Baba Utu, Baba Emmanuel, you know, so, I wasn't really interested in, in that in that layout, right, because I felt like there was another voice speaking to me, telling me that there was another way to live, there was, there was another way to be that I was a little bit more interested in, um, but regardless of where I may have went to, or may, where I may have climbed, there was a there was a lot of encouragement along the way. There was a lot of you know, nah, you you ain't even you, you on something else. I remember one of the last time I, I went back to my hood, I had I had bought this um, hammerhead. They call them hammerheads. Uh, it was a Suzuki GSXR 750, um, and the older ones I had to kit it kitted out. They were, the head was other. Uh, Fairing was shaped like a hammerhead shark. So they called them hammerheads. So I'm riding through, just going, you know, night ride, just enjoying summertime, night air, whatever. I go up to a spot, see one of my old partners, right? Um, actually, the brother who kind of taught me how to cut hair a little bit. But he was so hood, he couldn't work in no barbershop. Nobody, you know, he was, so he was like, I can't go, but you go over there and ask for a job. You know, but that, that was my man, still to today. And I remember we out there, and my my other friend, who I, I, we wasn't as tight, but we were cool. He was dusted that night, and he, you know, um, he was high on dust. And um, <laughs> he actually made it out of that. Man, he's he's a to this day he's actually a popular rapper now. You know, people know about him. But um, anyway. So he was like, yo, what's up, you? Long time, whoop-de-whoop. Yo, this your bike? This is nice. So he goes and jumps on the bike. I'm not even paying attention because I'm just reminiscing, you know, whatever, whatever. My other man grabs the key out the ignition. He was like, yeah, man, take that, man. You know, because he was about to take my bike. <laughs> I didn't even, right? And then he's like, yo, you, yo, get up out of here, man. They, they on something else tonight. They want, they want some other stuff, man. Get up out of here, right? So I had a lot of that along the way, you know, like 
Um, we don't want to see you do maybe some of the things that you're capable of doing because you've used your talents to be in another place in life, you know? So sometimes we forget that those people exist. You know, we forget that those transcendental moments uh, exist and they've helped us to be to be more. Um, and again, like I said, it's the restructuring of thoughts that becomes vital uh, when you're moving forward and your ability to have faith in, like I said, not only is the impossible happening, but I am possible, you know, um, and your ability to have faith in that vision that you had here and not allow another thought to defeat it. And sometimes, you know, that submission to the, to the plan, which is what submission means, just coming under a plan. There's a plan for my life. And things may not happen when I want them to, but I have to have faith in knowing that the way things are orchestrating is because of what was promised, you know. And sometimes when you can't do that, that's the entrance to a lot of misaligned witchcraft, misaligned um, spirituality. When people say they're spiritual, it's not always a good thing. Sometimes that spirituality is misaligned. Um, because again, whose will are, are you submitting yourself to? Your own will? We already talked about that with the corrupted heart. So one of the things that I've said it before, and I haven't done a segment on it yet, I will when I get a chance, but morals over mysticism, morals over magic. You know, just because you can do something doesn't mean that you should. Well, I'll do a ritual and I'll do this and I'll do that and I'll do that and I, 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 I. You're starting to sound like Lucifer. You're about to take another fall. <laughs> That's too many eyes. Take some of them eyes out of there. You know, um, peace as may. You know, um, being able to go along with the season is one of the roughest things we can do sometimes. Recognizing that there's a season for everything is one of the roughest things you can do because it, it requires submission and it requires suffering. You know, suffering is where you get patience. So I could say it requires patience, but you get patience from suffering. So let's just say suffering. So so it's, so you don't get sucker punched by the suffering that you have to acquire to or endure to receive patience. It requires all of that, you know? And, um, but when you're in tune, when your heart is in tune, with the creator, you feel the movement of the season and you can capitalize on it. You know exactly what to do in what season because you're not so full and puffed up with your own agenda and your own will and your own desires and your own fear. You see? Like when I stopped eating meat, I already had a vision. I knew why I stopped eating meat. You know, like, yeah, my skin cleared up and whatever and it, and it began on a dare, but I had a vision for my life. I was like, yo, at 40, I want to be retired. Because to me, 40 was like, that's the end of the line. <laughs> I might be in a walker. Like, that's the end of the line. You know, you imagine I'm, I'm 15 at the time. You know what I mean? So, so I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't want to. I didn't see a point in working for, you know, um, for that long. I never understood to retire at 65 because, again, at 65, I'm like, damn, I'm one foot in the grave. Like, why would I wait to retire then? I want to go enjoy life while I'm still big and strong. And, you know what I mean? 
So when I stopped eating meat at 15, it, and other things I did, you know, it wasn't just that. There were other things I incorporated. It was because at 15, I had a 40 retirement plan, right? So all the things that happened in between that, all the trial and error, eating too much starch, you know, um, not knowing how to, how to get my, um, my, my other chain, you know, chain aminos and acids and, and like not knowing all of that, um, that was just all, you know, my little snapshots, like I talked about along the journey, little snapshots here and there. Um, but truthfully, when I hit 40, I could, I didn't retire, but I could have, I had enough residuals coming in that I didn't have to work anymore, you know, so, um, mission accomplished, right? Um, and I wasn't, you know, as, as old and decrepit as I thought I was going to be. <laughs> it, can't, it, it looked a lot different than I thought it was going to look, you know, at 15, you know, but, um, that's the thing, being able to hold on to the promise gets very difficult for a lot of people. You know, it gets, it gets extremely difficult as the seasons change, you know, but that's what they do. <laughs> they change, you know, right now I got a lot of people um, who are transitioning around me. That's the season we're in, right? You know, as the season I'm in, you know, that's, that's what's happening in my horoscope, you know? Um, so how do I function around that? Right. Um, how do I function around um, all of the morning that people are, are doing in me, the questions that are coming up, you know, um, I function through righteousness and I, and I don't bend on that. You know, whatever the right thing is to do is what I'm going to do. You know, whatever the creator tells me is right. That's, that's where I'm at. So therefore I'm never off on the season. I'm always, I'm always good, good money. <laughs> You know, so yeah, I just wanted to share that, man. I didn't want to. I know yesterday's segment was a little funky because we had some uh, some some intrusions, but they were great intrusions because they allowed us to see how to how to um, look at certain things or how to respond in the face of certain of other things. So that's always um, that's always a blessing. I'm thankful for that, but. Um, here I wanted to really speak about just the seasons, man. Being able to capitalize on the seasons and defeat some of that negative talk, talk inside of your head. It's always going to be there. You're not, you know, people think that you evolve to a certain point where now you don't have negative thought. It, it doesn't work like that, man. You're going to have that to the day, to the day you die. You're going to be sitting on your deathbed, like, you know, wanting to say something slick to the people who are around you, trying to show you love and affection. You know, um, that's just how it is, you know. So there is a constant war. The war never stops. You don't get to a point where you're like, okay, all my thoughts are pure. <laughs> that that just doesn't, that doesn't happen. You know, i tell you something. Oh, should I say this? Yeah, I'm going to say the hell with it. Because they're not going to say it. Talk about pure thoughts, right? Sister Bev was fine. Y'all might be thinking because she was in the kitchen cooking like she was like big mom or something. She wasn't. She was about maybe 5'9", five, 5'9", nine. Five, nine, five, very shapely, very pretty, right? So one day I'm over at the apartment, I'm waiting for, for one, I don't know which one, we were supposed to go somewhere. 
and I'm sitting on a piece, Miss Cindy Jones, so I'm sitting on the sofa in the living room, right? There's only one other person that was told about this, it's Rich. Um, and she comes out the back in her panties and a bra. <laughs> and I looked up. That man, mind you, I'm probably about maybe 16 at this time. But I remember, I, to this day, I'm in vivid. I remember that color of everything. And I looked over, and she said, oh, she said, oh, you're here. And then <laughs> she came back out with a robe, and she was like, well, you know, I know God has purified your eye, because, you you know, you're, you're, you're a good young man. God has purified your eye. And I'm like, no, he didn't. <laughs> the hell he did. Like, shoot all of goodness. <laughs> you know, she was, she, that was good gravy, you know. Um. Yeah, she was bad. <laughs> she was bad. You know what I mean? But I, I played it like, oh, I, I didn't I didn't even, like, I played like I was looking. I seen everything. <laughs> you know, but I played it like I didn't even see over there. But, hell, that that night I was on the phone with like, yo, guess what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, uh. Yeah, I mean, no, no disrespect intended. <laughs> you know, no disrespect intended. You know what I mean? Come on, man. I'm 16. You know, you know how a 16-year-old boy's uh, hormones is raging, and you come out with a grown woman's body just right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not going to forget that. <laughs> I'm not going to forget that. That became the template. <laughs> became the template going forward so yeah you know um i know y'all like that that woman just died <laughs> well i'm celebrating different things about her there's a lot of things to celebrate you know what i mean she was beautiful you know she was beautiful and um inside and out you know she was in the skin and all <laughs> no but she was beautiful she was a beautiful person inside and out and uh, I'm sure she forgot that incident. I, I hope she did, because I'm sure it was embarrassing. Uh, but I was embarrassed. <laughs> I felt very fortunate. I'm not gonna lie. I felt. I was like, this stuff like this don't happen to me. <laughs> you know. But uh, yeah, celebrate the gift and the package. Exactly. You know, she was a beautiful sister. You know. Um, yeah. She was graceful, Shannon. She was. She was very graceful. And she had a hoarse voice. She was one of the people that when she talks, her voice was always hoarse. Um, except for when she sung. When she sung, she, she sounded clear. Not like Michelle Lay. Not that, not that. But she was just like, you know, hey. You know, like she just had a soft, uh, hoarse voice. Yeah, very, very, very sweet woman. Very fashionable. You know, that was her thing. And, you know, uh, first first sister, you know, that had a Nita Baker haircut <laughs> back in the day, then she had the Holly Berry, you know, um, very fashionable, just very sweet, very giving, you know, but um, like I said, you know, those moments, not not the, you know, the brown pen moment, you know what I mean, the AT&T ass tits and thighs, not that moment, but um, other, other pivotal moments that really helped to secure the strength of, of the vision and the promise, you know, are um, important to our journey. 
and important to our lives, man. And we got to celebrate it. You know, every chance we get, we got to celebrate it. And um, like, like I said, man, this is a season where you got to kind of align yourself. Not kind of, you got to do it. But you align yourself with that knowing, man. And you got to know that that negative self-defeating talk is going to be there. And sometimes it manifested. <laughs> yeah, my eyes virtually purified. You're right, Mama Marla. Because <laughs> I had one vision probably for like seven days. I couldn't see nothing else. You know, that black bra and them black <laughs> I remember the color. I saw you know, I remember the color, you know. That was a long time ago. When, uh, God bless the dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, I never told uh, her son, you know, maybe like, so uh, they don't know. They don't listen to it, so it's, it's all good. You know what I mean? But I don't know how well that went, would have went over. But I always kept it like, in the cut, because sometimes they would they would try to get like, like we'd be around some girls or something, and then hey, they want to start cracking. Oh, I got something I could say. <laughs> like, you might want to stop. And I used to always say that, like, yo, I got one thing I could say that you, that would. And then Richard would be like, chill, 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 because he knew, you know, like, don't don't stop. There's a, there's a cutoff point. You better stop trying to crack on me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm gonna say something that you ain't gonna be able to come back from. <laughs> I I seen the fountain that you fed from as a baby, you know. But um, so yeah, man. Um, that self defeating talk, like I said, you got to tell yourself I am possible. And that vision that you have, and you, you got to start building better thoughts, better thoughts to build on, and not just hollow, empty affirmations. Like I said, oftentimes that's just the milk that we want. You know, I am great. I am this. I know. Okay, that's cool. You, you know, that, that you need some of that. There's, there's a combination of that. But, you know, you also got to, it's it, this building blocks, you know. And like I said, a lot of times we want something so quick and we don't want to recognize that we that we followed and, and gave ourselves over to our stupidity for years, for decades, for some of us. So, you know, give, give yourself some, so you built a lot of defeating thoughts over the past 10, 20, 30 years, you know. So give yourself an opportunity to now slowly build some victorious thoughts, you know, and like pay attention to your talents. You know, this is a season, you know, we look at the sacred Odu of, of Ika Meji, which causes us to not only spiritize, but to be body conscious, you know, so you actually have sacred spiritual Odu's that tell you, pay attention to your body. Like the body is a divine instrument, it's a divine tool, don't ignore it, you know. Um, even Otua Paul Meiji speaks about that, you know, just with endurance, you know, but more so don't mistake your abuse of yourself for endurance. You know, like there was a time to sit still. Like, you know, most times y'all see me, y'all probably think I really abuse myself. I don't, not as much as you might think, because I know my body. You might be like, Chief, you got to get 10 hours of sleep. I don't need that. Between three and four hours, I'm, I'm, I'm good money. You know, most nights is two hours. So when I'm getting a bunch of two-hour nights of sleep, um, there'll be times when I'll lay down at 7 p.m. It may catch up like every 10 days, like it's 8 o'clock, I'm out. I'm now, I may wake up at midnight or whatever, but I get it in when I need to get it in. You know, um, I'm not going to abuse myself for what? For a human journey? It ain't, ain't nothing going on down here that's, that's, that's important. 
you know, this is just human life. It ain't, it ain't that big a deal, you know. Um, or you might see me, like I said, yeah, I got the badges on my eyes first thing. Yeah, because I'm up all night. I'm not a dawning person. But because I'm not a dawning person, I'm up doing this with you and for you. It doesn't mean that, you know, like, I'm banging myself up, if, if, if you will. You know, so that body, con you know, again, I know myself. That body consciousness is, is critical. And um, learn your talents. I'm telling you, man, learn your talents. Learn the talents. Like I said, me, I love my legs. I love my legs. I love, love, love my legs. Because they move. Not because they look a certain way or whatever, but a lot of times when I'm walking, I'm telling you, because I walk a lot. I'll walk and I'll reach down and like just feel my muscles and my quads. <laughs> because I love the fact that I can walk from here to there. Like I can, I can walk 10, 15, 20 miles. Like I can walk. And for some of you might be like, that's not a big deal, but I have friends who've been paralyzed. I got a very close friend of mine, you know, I got four friends who've been shot and put in wheelchairs for the rest of their lives. You know, um, then other friends who had other kind of issues. And then as people grow older, they need bad knees, bad ankles, bad hips, and all these different things. But I can walk. You know, and my ability to walk can take me to a whole nother circle. It can take me to a whole nother neighborhood where I meet a whole nother different kind of people. You know, so for me, that's what I celebrate. And you might have your own thing. Like maybe you celebrate your hands. Maybe, you know, there's things you do with your hands or that you really enjoy and appreciate or with your arms or your mouth or, or whatever it is. You know, everybody has their own thing. I think I'm kind of on that prophet vibe, <laughs> you know. I'm trying to be like the, the prophets of old because they walked all over the place. And I've always been fascinated by the amount of walking that a woman did. You know, I was old, I've always been am amazed at the amount of walking that Abraham did. You know, Rumila and Abraham and, and, and Moses and, and um, you know, all of these different prophets. Buddha, Buddha, like they walked. So I've always been kind of amazed by that. Now, that's just me. You know, everybody will have their own different kind of things, you know. Um, but celebrate your talents today, man, and use your, your celebration of talents to build better thoughts. And when you build better thoughts, you build a better life. Defeat the negative thought and just realize when you look at all the talents on your body, just say to yourself, I am possible. Why? Legs, eyes, nose. There was a song like that. I think Richard Scary, you know. But yeah, legs, eyes, nose, hair, head, whatever. I am possible. You know, there there is still time. There is still time to do the things that I want to do. And I'm not gonna let someone else's negative thought who wants to keep me in their circle because they're feeding off of me have me. Yeah, Richard Scary. Yeah, Richard Scary. <laughs> song in there that used to be on his thing where he'd say um, if you're angry and you know it stomp your feet. Oh, the hell you will. Not in this house. One of my youth did that once and he's like I'm angry. And I said, where the hell you get that from? And I went and I saw it was on the Richard Scary uh, uh, I think it was a DVD at the time. And I was like, crack? <laughs> I broke that joint and threw it in the garbage. I was like, nah. 
That's not how that's not how you express yourself over my house. You ain't doing all of this and stomp to your feet. I don't know what you're trying to teach my child, man. You about to get this kid hurt. <laughs> no. Uh-uh, that's dangerous, you know. If you angry and you know it, keep it to your motherfucking self. Until you calm your ass down, then you can talk to me with some respect. That's how we do. <laughs> so, I ain't into that. You know what I mean? I don't, yeah, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I had, to, I had to ditch the rich and scary. But I'm just saying, yeah, man, you know, celebrate those talents. I, I know I'm rough. I know. I know there's some of y'all like, you should listen to it. I know. My, my kid, they came out of my testicles, not yours. I made them. I put them inside them room. All right? I do what I want with what I made. It's my property. You know what I mean, I ain't, I ain't telling you how to, uh, what kind of polish to use on your car. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your children are your property, men. Sometimes people steal our property, which is one of the most heinous things to do. But let me tell you something. When somebody steals your property, let them have it. Hard lesson for a lot of you men. You, you'll understand in time. Because it takes a truly evil and wicked person to steal someone else's property. Their seed, I'm talking about. Not not other kind of property. But other kind of property, you deal with those people and they will be dealt with in time. Um, <laughs> but your seed is different. You know, when you got someone who's wicked enough to do that, trust me, they're going to... Their desire, that's the person the devil sent into your life. They're going to try to destroy you in every turn. You know, sometimes you got to chop it up, man. Like, it's just a casualty of the, of the war. And where's the war? The war is for your thoughts. You know? We could get deeper into that, but I want to get off of this thing. Because um, it's time for you to get started on your day. And I know you want to do your meditations. I know you want to do your yoga. And if you haven't done any other kind of movement, I know you want to do that. I know you definitely want to do your journaling. I know you want to make sure you're reviewing your battle plan and organizing yourself around your battle plan for the day. I know you want to do that because tomorrow we get... Oh, going into Sabbath, Sabbath. All right, let me share something. So, Dawn Williams, you asked in a comment... Bro, you asked in a comment um, about joining Anu and if there were any openings left. So... We take in new applications in March. So March of 2021, excuse me, growth, will be when we take in uh, the new applicants. So I'll, we'll, we'll have videos and stuff, of, you know, leading up to that. So I would urge you just like say subscribe. <laughs> Don't unsubscribe. Um, to Anu Life GM is the um, social media handle that you'll see across like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You know, Anu Life GM. So, um, I'm, I'm, so when you when we get around that time, I will and we will. It might not be me. That's what I'm saying. We uh, we'll kind of put out an announcement to let you know. Like, um, yeah, we, we we're coming through. Oh, you want to update on the fast, Vermont? Okay, yeah. So we fast for three days during the solstice period, right? So of course the sol the solstice technically with the beginning of it has has passed, but I wanted to start it on the Sabbath instead, uh, which is coming this, this seventh day. You call it Saturday, and we try to get away from some of that because sometimes the thoughts that are implanted by another person's culture cause us to use words 
that further cement their culture. Like when you're calling on Thor for Thursday, you know, or Freda on Friday, or Mars on, you know, on, on, on Tuesday, you know, stuff like that, or Mercury on Wednesday. So anyway, I don't want to get off into that. So, um, three-day fast, right? Now, typically, there's, there's a couple ways we do it, depending on, on your fitness level and your health level. Um, if you want, you could just, uh, it's always good to um, liquefy. You went on the Anu Global site to sign up as well. I don't think you did, because we took down the sign up um, a couple months, like a couple months ago, Rika. So I'm not, I'm not sure if you, I'm not sure if you did. Um, but let's just say in March, if you did, just do it, do it again in March. Maybe you filled out something, but it wasn't the because it's an actual questionnaire. Um, maybe you did it from way back. I don't know. But either way, March, right? So. Um, the fast, right? So there's a couple ways you can do it, right? Depending on your fitness level and your health level. Um, I, me, I, I, I like to do a liquid fast. Um, depending on how I'm feeling, I'll just do a dry fast where I'm not consuming anything. You know, um, no water, no food, no nothing. Just, uh, just good music, <laughs> good music and, and good information. Um, but a, a step from that would be like a liquid fast you could do now when you're doing a liquid fast you know like you could do fruits you know or you can do juices you can do teas you can do water and you can do as much as that as you want you know if you want to just all day that's fine too you know but um don't like it's not just anything you can liquefy so i know some of you might try to put some bread and chicken inside of your vitamix blender you know and blend that up so it's not a you know a chicken and bread um, fast just because it's liquid. So you know what I mean. So even though I say liquid fast, I mean kind of use your discretion. You know what I'm saying? Um, Cause I know some of y'all kind of slick and you try to use semantics to get around the rules. You know what I mean? So uh, you have that option to go with all liquid, right? And then um, yeah, exactly, chicken juice. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, people got all kind of slick ways to get around what we're trying to do. We're trying to elevate your kundalini to the next level, brother. You know, but uh, anyway, so uh, <laughs> so you got that. And then, um, you know, another step from that, if you feel like, okay, maybe that's, you know, that, that may be a little challenging for you. And I understand, you know, grow, uh, grow, grow. That may be a little challenging, but you can also do like, um, like salads, right? Um, and I ain't talking about salads with a bunch of beef niblets in it, you know what I mean? Uh, but like you could do vegetable salads and you could do like soups as well. You know, that's another way. You know, it, it, it depends on, again, where your levels are. But I would say for three days, everyone can do salad and soup, you know, at, at the very least. That would be the bottom row of you coming into it. But um, also as a, as a salad, yeah, beet juice is always cool. But beet juice, you got to sometimes cut it. Because beet juice can make you crazy, <laughs> depending on how clean your system is. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you beet juice and you, you know, and you you're going insane because it's all of the sugar and everything like that. So a lot of times it's recommended that you cut beet juice, like with some water or something. I like beet juice straight. You know what I mean? I don't mind bouncing off the wall. I just go burn it off. You know what I mean? But um, for some people, it'll, it'll give them headaches too. You know. Um, what I would like to do and what I'm going to set up is 
we'll do some type of um probably on the Anu Global channel, just like some little advisor for like how we do the fast. But I'm just giving you like a cursory so you know what to, to expect. So it would go from um um seventh day Sabbath, which you might call Saturday, to Sunday to Monday. So it'll be those three days. So um seventh day Sabbath technically starts um Friday evening, which you would call like Friday evening, you know, like when the sun goes down, right? So it would be sixth day sundown to seventh day, good, Nikki Love, to seventh day sundown, seventh day sundown to eighth day sundown. I'm, I'm sorry, eighth day. There's eight days in the week. <laughs> the first day sundown and then first day sundown to second day sundown. So essentially, it would be into Tuesday, right? And uh, again, you know, I, if you do what you can, you know what I mean. Um, if, if you're not able to do the straight liquid, you know, that's that's understandable. You know, sometimes you have to you have to build up. Um, what I would advise you, Peace James got a baki. You know, um, what I would advise you is don't try to pig out the day before. I know that you probably might be tempted to do that, especially some of you sisters who are a little slimmer. Cause I know it's always like, I ain't got no booty now. I'm gonna lose all my booty if I fast. You know, everybody always has the same complaint. You know, weight come and go. It's it's, it's not. It's three days. It's not. It's it's light work. I've done 21 days liquid. I've done 30 days on on liquid. You know, um, it, it's you'll be all right. <laughs> you know, um, I was saying the Anu Global was saying the applications was taken in 2021. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Okay, so you didn't fill out something. Yeah, I was like, well, you found the form, you know. Um, but anyway, so that's how it goes, basically. Um, and we spend that time, you know, meditating on certain things. And, I, and I'll give a little bit more information going forward. And I'll be doing the command your days those days anyway, with the exception of Sabbath. And maybe I, maybe I will do something special for those who, you know, who want to do the fast. But um, it's a good way to bring in the season. Um, also, because it also boosts your immunity. You know, when, when you fast, you know, so that's always a good thing, too. You know, yeah, don't pick out the second you fast. It's <laughs> right. Good good point, Antonio. Good point. Yeah, man, don't like that day. You're like, yeah, I can't. Because, you know, your mind, sometimes those toxins, those worms in your gut will be telling you, yeah, get yourself some of this. And you'll be looking at commercials of food. You know, this one's having a shrimp special. And, you know, as soon as I get off this fast, I'm, you know, it's not a big you know what I mean? You ain't you ain't doing a bid. Like it's just a couple of days, you know. Um, so I, I, I would strongly urge you, you know, don't go crazy the day before and don't afterwards don't go crazy because you, you'll be shocking your you're gonna find you're not that hungry anyway, but you'll be shocking your digestive system and so ease yourself in and I'll I'll have our, our wellness crew do a video on that and share. Um but people break fast with different things, you know. Um, some people break them with dates. I like to break fast with sauerkraut, you know, but everybody is different. But sauerkraut and some yogurt, um, coconut yogurt, uh, sometimes is like how I like to break. But everybody, everybody's system is different. But don't break your fast with like a bacon double cheeseburger, you know what I mean? Um, that, you're going to cause yourself some problems. And you shouldn't be eating that anyway, but who am I? But, um, yeah, so that's that's basically the looks of it. And, um, you know, I'll be giving you some, some affirmations, some instruction and stuff 
the goal. So it's not just that you're not eating, but you know, there's some other things associated with it. And um, it's cool if we can all do it together. You know, those are like the bonding experiences. It makes it a bit more powerful. And um, <laughs> it's actually easy to get through when you know somebody else is somewhere else suffering, you know. But I don't think, it's three days and you can still eat, well, you could drink as much as you want. So it's not, I don't think you're really going to have any problem. Um, I would stay away from thick stuff. Like you could be like, well, I'm going to take have bananas and peanut butter, you know what I mean? And, and throw it in there. Like, don't like, you know what I mean? Try not to do that. You know, um, when you're just stuffing yourself up with a bunch of starch or like, you know, cause like a Vitamix, I used to drink, um, yam shakes, you know, um, and like, you could do like sweet potatoes and don't do that. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, don't do it. You know, but I do like sweet potato shakes or sometimes with avocado. Those are thick shakes. You know what I mean? Um, and I know you want your milkshake to bring all the boys to the yard and everything. You feel me? But, um, and you, and you want to be like Tammy from Miami. You know what I mean? But you can lay off for, for three days. You know what I mean? Uh, I would just truly try to focus on, on the, the liquids. Yeah, yam shakes. Cause yeah, yeah. I used to do, uh, you know, yams. You know what I mean? Um, but I stopped actually because it was just too much starch. I don't do well with starch, man. And it, I I would drink that and fall out immediately, you know, and drink it and, you know, like I took some pills, my blood sugar would just go crazy, you know, down to one meal a day. Dope. Yeah, I do one meal a day too. That's cool, Nikki. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. One meal a day is what it is. They call it intermittent fasting, but it just works well for me, man. You know, I got a window. I eat usually between um, uh, noon and four, you know, but I usually eat my meal around four, but if I'm like feeling it before that, I have like a little shake around 12, but not, if even not a shake, like just something like, like some fruit or whatever, but um, yeah, one meal a day is where it's at, because you know what? That's a part of survival. Sometimes in disaster situations, people can't think clearly. They get extra stressed out because they're used to eating like big meat meals three times a day or just big meat, just big meals three times a day. And they can't really um, sustain themselves or think clearly going 12 or 16 or 18 hours without eating. So that's a part of survival preparedness, you know? Um, yeah, green drink in the dawning and you eat at 1.30. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. And green drinks help to flush you out, flush you out first thing in the dawning. And you get all your minerals from those anyway. You don't really need anything, you know. But in the dawning, you just want to help your body eliminate, man. Don't be stuffing it with most important meal of the day. Don't fall for that nonsense, man. You you still got the food from from yesterday. That that that'll carry you through through the dawning. You know what I mean? And what 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 helps too when you eat one meal a day. I'm not telling all you to do that, but you know, for those of you who do, you really appreciate. You notice that? You sit down, whether it's one or four or whatever, and you like, <laughs> you know, you really, uh, really appreciate and value every morsel, you know, as opposed to just coating your tongue all day. You can't even taste anything. You're coating your, your tongue all kind of oils and grease and chips and, you know what I mean, uh, vegan cheese doodles and stuff like that. But anyway, like I said, I know you guys want something to do. So, you know, Vermont, that's the information on the fast. But um, I'll be giving some more information as uh, as the days go. Not me. I'm going to have the wellness crew do it because um, they can do it better than I can. You know, my stuff is simple. I, I, I eat pretty simple and, you know, my information is simple. It's not really my, my.
my group, you know. But um, yeah, that's what that looks like. And like I said, for our new applications, March 21st, and I'm gonna tell you something now, this is gonna be the last series that we're gonna take in applications. Panda Express gonna seem pretty attractive, yeah? When you fasting, um, that's, you gotta always pay attention to your cravings when you fast. What exactly are you craving, you know? And sometimes that gives you a lot of information about the worms inside of you, but also gives you information about your dietary makeup. Do you crave meat? And there's nothing wrong with that if you do crave meat, but because some people are are natural eating eaters. I'm, I'm not of the, the thought that everybody is just supposed to eat plants, even though I eat plants, you know? There are people who are supposed to have a combination of, of vegan or vegetarian and meat. That's, you know, it is what it is. But make sure you hunting that meat or growing that meat. Don't get it out in the store like a sucker. You know what I mean? Be tough enough to go kill it. Don't hire no hitman to kill a chicken for you. You know what I mean? You putting out hits on, on livestock. Do, do the hit yourself, you know? Um, so how do I get the worms out? We'll get into that another time. Yeah, I know a lot of y'all got like intestinal parasites and, you know, got all kind of worms coming out of your booty in the middle of the night. And that's what they do. At nighttime, you, you keep a camera in there. You'll see them sometimes when people got them real bad. They'll come out of the anus at night, you know, um, that just gave you the chills. It's real. It's a real thing, you know. But, um, you know, just real quick, like, papaya seeds are great, you know, for cleaning the words out, uh, words out, cleaning the worms out, you know, um, make a shake. And, you know, normally sometimes you get rid of papaya seeds because they're kind of peppery. But uh, coconut uh, water is really good, you know, for parasite cleanse as well as papaya seeds. You know, those are simple things you can do. I don't require ordering any supplements or anything like that, you know. Um, you know, but there's more you could do, but you can start right there, you know, without having to spend a whole bunch of money, you know. Um, papaya seeds are very powerful. You just, you know, they're so peppery, a lot of times people don't like to eat them, but they're really good for cleaning your own. All right, anyway, this ain't, ain't what this is about, you know what I mean? Start with the fast. That will help. Starve them worms out. Starve out your parasites. So, nah, nah, son, I ain't, nah, man, you ain't gonna be eating off me like that. And then think about all the parasites you have in your circle that are feeding off of you right now. Starve them out. Yeah. All right, everyone. So that's the information. And if you got more questions about that, you can put them in the in the comments. And then tomorrow, like I did with Dawn Williams, um, I hope you're on here, Dawn. I don't know. I didn't see you shout out, but um, I'll I'll give you some more information on it tomorrow. All right. Everyone, be well. Peace, 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 and be safe.